listeners, it's time to dust off your starter jackets, rip off those tearaways, and blow into your game cartridges. I'm Sam Blanford. I'm Pat Sellers. I'm Sean Kelly. And I'm Simon Blanford. And we wish it was the 90s. I think I stole your thunder there, Sam. That might be the first time someone other than, um, other than you has said that. Uh, but I'm uh, hosting today for the second time. I'm going to be an MC for Name the 90s, a contest. This contest is involving our three heroes, Sam Blanford, Pat Sellers, and Sean Kelly. And it's going to be a lot of fun. The trio, strip poker. Strip poker. Uh, well, it's optional. Stripping is optional. Should have uh, won those. I'm just still devastated that Simon has obviously not listened to one X Men podcast because <laughs> 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 Sean says it in every single one. I think I listened to. I think I listened to one. Speaking of the X Men podcast, I. Um... I was out for lunch yesterday doing a bit of uh, whining and dining with some clients and bumped into um, uh, an, a fan of the podcast. Shout out to Please. Fraser Colson who said he absolutely revels in Sam discovering X-Men for the first time. Fraser. Oh, that's great. Great to hear. Great to hear. Great, good man. Great man. Good man. Um, so let's outline the rules of the Name the 90s, a contest. So we can negotiate a little bit about the time that you guys have to prepare for this. But I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking I'm only going to give you 10 minutes. All right. So you only have 10 minutes. And in that 10 minutes, you need to think of as many 90s related things that you can think of. All right. At the conclusion of that 10 minutes, you need to have a list. And these things can be anything. It can be a video game, a TV show, a book, a board game, a band. Stop researching, you bastards. Well, yeah, yeah well, I'll just keep an eye on these people here. It can be anything it? at all that you want it to be. Question. Yes. Are we going to pause recording or are you going to entertain the listeners for 10 minutes? Oh, we're <laughs> absolutely going to uh, pause the recording. But I'll just continue with the rules. So eventually you have to na name 10 90s things. But in the 10 minutes, I would recommend that you try to think of more than 10 as there might be double ups, right? So Sam might steal one of Pat's or vice versa, okay? Once there is a double up, and you need to use that backup. I think it's so. Do we have the ability to look things up online? Is the question, guys? That's the one. Those question two already I are. I can see. No, that I just are. I just got a Google Doc open so I could type my yeah. list. Oh, Thank you very much. Do you need me to share screen to prove no, it? No, no, Son no, no, of no, it. No, we're going by the honor system here. We're going by the honor system. Um, you're all honourable gentlemen. No googling, surely. No, no, no googling. Okay, and it will be a snake draft so one two three three two one one two three three two one so the second person will always go second um and then um you know always be alternating 
Now you we, we can, know that we know how snake drafts work, especially Sean. Yeah, we especially Sean. That's right. So you, if you wish to choose to say why your selection is suited to the '90s, you can do that should you wish. And once uh, the lists are finished, I'll have some category winners, and I'll have an overall winner based on the caliber of your '90s related things. Now, All right. the overall winner will be a holistic judgment based on the strength of your 10 selections. And points will be awarded for this. How 90s it is. So chronologically <laughs> speaking, and also does it encapsulate the soul of the 1990s? Obscurity matters. Mm. So if you, say, if you say Seinfeld, that's great. But it's not going to wow me. Right? Because we think of Seinfeld all the time. It's still part of popular culture. If you can bring up something that I haven't thought about in years, you're going to get extra credit. But if yeah. it's too obscure, you know, I may have never even heard of it. I, I, I'll give myself the ability to look it up because I might, you know, oh, yep, I remember that now. And my rule is final, even though most people will disagree with my verdict, I'm sure. So this all started because a, a colleague of mine, Diane Tennant, a former colleague of mine, we just used to do this at school. We'd just come up to each other and just sort of sidle up and say, and this is a good example because it's more 2000s, we'd just say, MSN Messenger. Yeah, and we'd just <laughs> say things from our childhood that um, were kind of funny. So as I say, I'm going to list some of the things. So do you have any questions about what type of thing you could name or any suggestions without being too specific? Had a question before, but it's gone. So, so you you, you is, mentioned a few before: video games, yep. um, TV show, book, board game, a band, a song, a toy, a fashion trend, a fashion brand, a computer, an event, a movie. Can it still exist today? It absolutely, can still exist today. Right, but sure. just you know, has a lot of memories for the nineties. And again, oh, if yeah. there's some overlapping, you know, it, it was sort of uh, a thing from 96 to 2002. I'm not going to be, you know, punishing you guys really for that gotcha. at all. Um, so I, I wish uh, I had known I was going to, you know, I'm a pen and paper guy. I wish I had. Uh... Go and get some <laughs> pen and paper. All right. Sounds like a waste so of time. I've just got also, I've got four categories <laughs> as well, four categories before the uh, overarching winner. And I've got the best overall 90s related thing. So there's a winner for that. Uh, the worst overall 90s thing, that's like a booby prize. So if someone says an absolute dud, uh, you'll get that one. You'll get a, a prize for most obscure 90s thing. And then uh, most obvious 90s thing as well that will also be a bit of a booby prize so the 10 minutes begins now i've got my timer on Time is up, everybody. Um, and uh, what I you feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm at a disadvantage. 
already. Yeah, let's talk about why you think you're a disadvantage, then. Well, I just turned 33. Um, I don't know if you guys want to divulge your ages on this podcast. But, um Yeah, I can't remember a lot of the 90s. Um, so I, I feel like there's a few things. A lot of my memories are really late 90s. Look, if you go early two thousands, I'm not going to be. Uh, I'm not going to punish you too much. Let's 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 be clear uh, on that. All right, let's be clear. Uh, try try for the nineties, of course. Um, all right then. Um, we're going to go. Um, it's going to be real simple. We're going to go in alphabetical order, and it's going to be Pat of uh, first name, uh, Pat, Sam, Sean. Uh, and then Sean will, you know, obviously as Sean is well acquainted with snake drafts, he's aware that he has the uh, last pick of the first round and then the next pick of the second round. Now, you don't need to name your best one first. You know, it's completely up to you. But you um, don't want it taken by somebody else. It's a tactical affair, isn't it? It is a tactical you guys, you guys are revealing your tactics so openly. I can do that. So, um, Pat, <laughs> without further ado, um, please let us know what 90s road thing you will be starting off with. I hope this isn't from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I don't know how niche this is, but my top selection, and it might not be a good selection contest-wise, but I don't know if you ever had it, but uh, EA Sports game, ARL '96. Oh, <laughs> which oh. Uh, had probably one of the best intros to any EA game ever. It's obviously, uh, rugby league and during the the Super League dramas and the opening, what about five minutes of commentary from Fatty Vorden. Mm. Um, Featuring a whole bunch of punch-ups from State of Origin, especially that massive one with John Hopwadi just teeing off on everyone. Um, well, possibly his stuff. teammate Terry Hill, um, I think, maybe even. Yeah, and uh, there were some great teams in there too uh, because of the Super League era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah South Queensland crushes. Mm. <laughs> um, where were the Reds from? They Western, Western Reds? Reds. Oh, Western, Western Reds. Oh. Western Reds were Perth. Yeah, they had a little like kangaroo <laughs> logo. I remember that. ARL nine. Adelaide Adelaide Rams. Maybe? Adelaide Rams. Absolutely, Adelaide Rams. Yeah, Dale anyway, Shearer. there was some bizarre teams. I think we Dale Shearer, who was a great player for the Adelaide Rams. Um, you yeah, tell yeah. that I've never played this game, or yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> well, I, it was, I love it was that. an absolute cracker. I um, love that, Pat. I love that. And as as the judge, I, I'm the only person that matters. So that's fantastic. Um, Sam, yours, please. Crossing up with a few here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go with one that could possibly be mentioned. I could be wrong. Now, this is something that I probably watch once every six months. Um, with the invent of YouTube... Mm-hmm. Um, I be- it's got some astronomical amount of views. It is the greatest TV scene of all time, oh. featuring Will 
in Uncle Phil. Oh. Oh, what yeah, a scene. What How a come scene. you don't want me, man? Very good. That is very, uh, very good. good. So could, what, am I naming this to hell with him? <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that bloody goodie. Just some of the acting. I'm uh, tearing up right now. From one of the the greatest TV shows of the of the nineties, I, I think we could probably cover it on an episode. This is a great idea, Simon. We we're uncovering these podcasting gems. The hell yeah, was this, this? Just brainstorming for better podcasts that we, yeah, do. I think it might be. <laughs> we might not even release this. This is just a good brainstorm. All right, that is a that is one of the great scenes, one of the greats, as we all know. Sean, yeah, I'm looking at my list. I was, I had a plan, and now that I've heard the other things, I want to change it up. I need to have some impact. And I'm going to go with. Um... Oh, hang on! Did we lose someone then? We lost Pat. We lost Pat. He only had a list of one. <laughs> yep. uh, is Pat coming? Or uh, he's oh, there he, he is. is. Yeah, he's here. Pat is coming. Pat is coming. No idea what happened there. Okay. We're still uh, recording, Bob, so has, you can... Has, yeah. yep. has he said anything yet, or is he still... No, no we waited for you, Pat. You rattled me. I'm going to go with a quote. Did he say, did he say a, a shit film? one, and now he's doing a second one? As his first one. Shut up, Pat. <laughs> um, I'm going with the whole movie, but I'm particularly fond of the ending. Yep. When Jake says to Beth... Fuck your warrior bullshit, Biff. You'll be back. <laughs> uh, obviously, once warriors. Of course. Very good. Oh, I like it. Not bad for a mulligan. <laughs> oh, and Bob now, after that absolute ripper first pick, along with ARL 96 and to hell with him, uh, gets to go again uh, with his first pick of the second round. I'm going to stick with my theme, despite the fact that it might not win me any points here, but you're not in Guatemala now, Dr. Ropata. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a quote. And yeah, so you, very good. So this is just going to be a full Tim Morrison list, is it? Obviously. Right. Okay. Yeah, that was on my list. Well, look, it's the most up. iconic line in New Zealand television history, I would say. Is there, is there a more, uh, may, you know, I'm not going to give any others away, but that's right up there, isn't it? Got to be. And I, I don't think fuck your warrior bullshit is the most famous line from Once Warriors, but the cook the man some eggs scene is um, it's a bit traumatic mm. to bring up. Mm. Mm. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. Also, to... Uh, uh, too much weight's not enough speed work, of course, is uh, another another iconic line from that one. Um, but anyway, um, that those are two wonderful, wonderful picks there from Bob. And Sam, you get the second pick of the second round, as you will for every single uh, round. We're not, uh, we're not really cracking into our American audience here with all these New Zealand, uh, but I guess experiences, isn't it? Um, uh, screw, 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 screw the non-New Zealanders for this one. 
Uh, very generic, this one. Um, it's not going to get any obscurity points. Uh, you did sure. own a pair of these, Simon. Possibly the heaviest shoes I've ever worn in my entire life. But I'm going to go with Reebok pumps. Oh, what a... Hold on, hold on. I've just got to pump up. <laughs> yeah. When you said heavy shoes, I thought you were delving into some Doc Martens. Mm, airwear. Now, now those pulp shoes that girls used to wear. <laughs> <laughs> Reebok pumps. Look, you're not going to get any arguments with anybody on that one, Sam. A fantastic, um, a fantastic shoe, a fantastic symbol of the 90s. Uh, Pat Sellers, yours, please. Uh, I'm going to go... I haven't really put mine in order, so I'm just playing around that. I'm going to go with Scholastics magazine. Oh, wow! <laughs> Is that Scholastics magazine? Hell of, a hell of a lot of books from there through my uh, primary school. That's a great um, I reckon one. I read about none of them. But I had a bookshelf full of goosebumps. Yeah, I probably still in brand new But Pat, I can don't... you name the can you name the different um book clubs within the Scholastic magazine umbrella? Lucky book club? No, I'd be concerned if you can. Lucky, lucky book club. Star mm, Arrow. Yep. Oh, no, I just ordered whatever one came with, like, a little bonus, like a little, you know, Goosebumps reading light or something. Yeah, I love yeah. the Goosebumps reading light. <laughs> Charlotte was, the book was, I, never, I never tried using it for reading, but it was, it was a good little torch. Charlotte's Web was the first I ever bought from Scholastic uh, magazine. I remember it very, very well. Very exciting. I honestly, I'm, like, I'm on Pat. I had, like, one to 40 of Goosebumps and read about five. <laughs> Pat, you coming. get the you, after Scholastic magazine. Scholastic, I don't know how to say that, but um, Scholastic, a scholar, a scholar, isn't it? So it'd be Scholastic. Uh, Pat, you yeah. have another pick. Back to back here. Just get, oh, one thing. Did you know that that wasn't a New Zealand thing as well? It wasn't. Ah, because it's in a Little Dicky song. He talks about Scholastic's magazine. And his line, line is, it made me need that shit so bad. But I, <laughs> Wait, are I you giving him another pick just because he had a good choice? Nah, he gets nah, a snake draft, Sean. Because he's still not got the draft. I'm so confused. I thought I was the one who got to go back to back. You did. Once a Warriors and you're not in Guatemala. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now Pat gets to go back to back. <laughs> a Scholastic is still a magazine. It's the, they come. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were getting them at Wiss. Yeah, All right, Pat, yeah. take it away. Not, not you, well you, used. You, were you still ordering goosebumps while you're teaching? Doing <laughs> <laughs> for those specials. All right, what else? I'll go. Uh, I mostly want to take this one because I feel like uh, Sam's going to take it at some point. I will go with a sports team. I'll take the the dream team, 1992 Ooh. US basketball team. Right unit. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. Great unit. Interesting. Great unit. yeah a phenomenal unit. Christian Leitner was my favourite member of that team, of course. <laughs> yeah, collegiate <laughs> member of the team. I've got a 
Dream Team hat somewhere that I've purchased recently. Like heaps of their kits come back. One of the absolute great units and a disgrace that the 96 team and other teams were, you know, they tried to use that moniker. Uh, there's only one Dream Team and um, that will remain the 92 Barcelona Olympic side. Uh, famous quote, of course, from Charles Barkley. Before they played Angola, there was a press conference <laughs> and a journalist asked Charles Barkley, uh, how did you, how, you know, what do you know about Angola? And he said, I don't know anything about Angola. All I know is they're in trouble, um, which is just a great line <laughs> from Charles Barkley. Uh, Sam. I believe you, you are next, so go for it. I've gone with a TV show. I've gone with uh, yep. an item of clothing, so I'll, I'll probably stay away from those categories for now. I'm going to go with, you could call it a fad. Uh, I don't think they've been seen outside of the 90s, uh, unless you were clearing out your garage. But I don't know if you say a pair but chatterings. Oh, oh, yeah. Very good. It comes straight off my list. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to hear. A 10-year-old punch-up when we were 10 years old with uh, Sam Johnson over chatterings. We, <laughs> one of us lost one of ours, and there was one left. We were both certain it was ours. I didn't realise he was going to grow up to be 30-foot tall. <laughs> The thing I liked about Chatterings was um, there were different, you know, like very only very subtle differences. You know, you could get the the brass Chatterings that were, uh, I think, hexagonal or octagonal. Yep. Um, yep. But then you could get the circle brass ones. They were better. We never could... had those. Nah, I think the best ones that you're like, oh, he's rich, was like the silver, ra- the silver round <laughs> ones, and they just they just fl- they flew around the little ring. I remember at an age of at least double digits, I was at this point, crying because uh, Sam, my younger brother, could start up the chatterings and I couldn't. And I packed this almighty tension and I was, <laughs> I was genuinely double digits. Yeah, I remember you used to hold it, hold the ring, and then like yep. flick your hand down and that was the way Slap you were able to start it. And I would just hold yeah, it with I eventually my got, and just... I eventually got the thumb technique, but uh, initially I, I had to slap at it. It was, it was an embarrassment. I was terrible at it. Great one. I can confirm that uh, James Penis May still had a set of <laughs> chatterings when we went flatting together in about 2008. <laughs> you reckon you could still pick them up today? You reckon you, get a, do you, think, do you, reckon you could do that one? <laughs> I, I mean, I... I never had them as a kid, and I certainly honked at them as a university student. <laughs> for, those, for those listening, and no one is watching, Pat was doing some hula hoopy thing with his hands when he said, What's "That one was it—the roller coaster, the one where you held it sideways and it went round and around." I up the ladder like that. Oh yeah, that one was a goodie. Yeah, climbing the ladder. Yeah. Well, I'm going to very quickly move on before everyone uh, logs <laughs> off at your everybody's actions that no one can see. Um, <laughs> So, Sean, you get a double up now. You get two in a row. Um, so what's your first, please? You didn't have to tell them that, did you? As stated, I never had chatterings, as that's because I was too busy collecting odd bods cards. Oh. Ah, that comes off my list. <laughs> he got your back. He got your back, Splanty. Oh. Halitosis. That's, that's so good. 
Even from the supermarket, eh? Yeah, it, yeah, twisties. and, and yeah. Was it Ether or Ether X? I think. I. I don't remember. I just remembered you turned them all over and it created something else on the back altogether, like a puzzle. I remember yeah. that. I remember there were hot ones that you rub and oh, there would be yeah. a secret picture. Yeah, we definitely, uh, the last one we needed for ages was Dumb Devil. And not only did we get a Dumb Devil, we got a hot Dumb Devil. So it was um, absolute. No, nah, I thought we needed that nerd, the galaxy nerd. It was Space Oddbods. <laughs> Second series. <laughs> bonus points for odd, bonus points for odd bods nineties wise because I'm pretty sure it ended with a Z. You know, like odd bods. What was it's, it? One word as well. Yeah, odd one bods? word definitely. Yeah, O D D B O D Z. Just to make it super cool. Uh, that's a great one, Bob. And um, right. hit us up about your memories of Oddbods in the slacks. Uh, and yours again, Bob. For my next pick, I'm going to go with a pull-out, fold-out posters that you could put on your wall from a Ralph magazine. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Oh, that's great. Ralph magazine pull-out posters. Funnily enough, I wasn't doing that at the age of nine. <laughs> uh, but that's a great one. And um, yeah, yeah, I never had any of those in my room. But Who did, who did you have at the back of the wardrobe? You must have had someone. Who was your Ralph uh, girl? I was a real big... I had two, two, two Ralph girls that I was pretty particularly fond of. Uh, one was Rebecca Romaine. And the other <laughs> well, one was... That was a funny Karen. spelling, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yep, mm, yep. It became, became a lot easier when she temporarily married John Stamos. I think mine were out of teen hits. I remember one of them was... Uh, those were a little bit less saucy, those ones. Yeah. <laughs> you get your big stars there, though. You get your big stars. Like your yeah. Alicia Silverstones, your Sandy yeah. Bullocks. <laughs> teen heartthrob Sandra Bullock. Um, <laughs> you just call her Sandy? <laughs> yeah, it's like Walt from uh, Big Lebowski. <laughs> Sam, that's a great get from Bob. Sam Blanford, yours, please. Uh, I got heaps of TV ones, so I'm actually going to go back to the TV well. Um, so I watched a lot of uh, a lot of TV as a kid. Um, oh yeah, and we had Sky pretty early, and. Watched Nickelodeon a lot, so I'm going to go with what I now found out is a 3.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Legends <laughs> of the Hidden Temple. Oh, what a game show! Oh. Uh, I used to cheer oh. for the. I think I used to yeah. cheer for the silver snakes, um, and they had to get past all these bloody obstacles. And I think Olmec was the uh, the part of the hidden temple that you had to yep. get as jewels or something. Yep. Yep. That's a great one. It's actually made me think of another nineties uh, thing. It may have, may have made, it may have rung some bells elsewhere in the heads of these fine people. Um, I just great, wrote something down. Great. Get mm -hmm. there. Splendid. Great. I, I've got a few written down at the end, just ones you may have missed, but I haven't been thinking of it. I promise in the, in the, in the uh, lead up to this, but just, I've just been noting a few down myself. So um, now we have a double up with Pat. 
I now understand the snake draft. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you do. <laughs> A few times. <laughs> Still have my doubts. But I think I'm my tactic for this duo is to try and pinch ones that are on the other two guys. H. And one of them's got to be on Wellers, as he is well known. And because of that nickname, Weller, it's got to be Captain Planet. Oh, oh yes. yes. So the what show or the character? The show, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I'll take the show. I mean, if someone goes with the character now, it'd be Because, I mean, the character, he's got a <laughs> mullet, to be fair, um, but the show is a great get. Glorious great mullet, get. yeah. Uh, what was the what was the guy who was Hart? What's his name? Hartie. Hartie. Okay. My favourite thing about Captain Planet is that um, four of the Planeteers are from continents, and Wheeler is from New York City. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was always a gee kind of a guy. I liked the power of water, so I was a big gee fan. I was obviously a Wheeler fan before I got that nickname, um, and then I was a bit of a Linker fan because I shipped them big time. Oh, I, I mean, were they even needed to be shipped? I, I feel like they were just a couple. I'd love to go back and see whether they were a couple or he was doing some gambit creeping that was um, lost over because it was the 90s. Yeah, were Wheeler, were Wheeler and Linker a couple? And I think also a little bit of tidbit there was that I think Oprah Winfrey was Gaia at some point as well. Um, he was like wow. the uh, Mother Earth person. I think she voiced mm. Gaia. Whether she had the whole illustrious series, I don't know. But um, what a show. Um, what a get from you, Pat. Next, please. I'm just going to switch from my attack. I'm going to take ones that I think you have. It's just one that was a bit out of the ordinary i'm going to take magic eye books mostly because i remember like <laughs> pretending that i could see them when i first started getting them when i was a kid and i i freaking i was doing them for years without actually being able to see what popped out of the image me I'd too that i could yeah me yeah. too but you because you could go to the back and it would show you what it is so then i'd be like oh yeah it's an elephant <laughs> you just look at the back we saw you yeah i'm, uh... I'm doing the thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could never get Magic Eye books, and I'm not sure if I get them now. I'd, I'd I'd love to actually have a look at one now to see if I can do it. No chance. I know I can't. Great get, and um, Sam, yours, please. Uh, this is something I didn't do much of, but you did a lot of Simon. Um, you did it late really night, pandering to his brother here. Yeah, good, <laughs> good tactic, good tactic. <laughs> you did it you did it late night but i recall a lot of stopping and starting on your um cassette oh, player recording Great. music on tapes oh, for radio oh, yeah. that's very good that's how very i learned the words to gangster's paradise <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I mean some... maybe i was the only person to do that but i feel like that's a great get I I no, think that, lots that of people did that. Gone. Yeah. And it was real Stubborn. grainy and, and like oh. they were all the cuts together of the songs were awful. Um it chafed by the fact that the start and end of your song would have a radio DJ talking over it. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you'd, you'd actually, I would, and I'm not sure if I was the only one that did this, but you would just listen to whatever station, ZM or The Rock or Channel Z, whatever it was, and you'd just listen religiously for that, say, and coming up is Red Hot Chili Peppers, Eminem, and, and then you go, oh, yep, that might be the song I want to record. So you just literally be standing there, finger next <laughs> to the record button for 20 minutes. A, we had we had time. the old uh, dual cassette set up in one of our studios, so you could yep. dub existing cassettes as well. You got the the play and the record at the same time. Mm. Really good. That's um, there's one of those things where I like you want to, but you sound like an old man. As a teacher, you do want to tell kids with like Spotify and YouTube or whatever that yeah, you have no idea how lucky you are. If you explain to them what we used to do to try to play over and over again our favourite songs, um, they'd just laugh at you, really. They'll never know the euphoria of making your own mixtape. That's true. Yeah, the effort required the, um, and the, the pride, actually, once you felt, felt like you had a mixtape nailed down, um, mm. something else, Bob. Um, that's fantastic. Uh, great get there, Sam. I think you were pandering to me, but I think it was a great get regardless. Bob, now you get two in a row, of course, now, and um, take it away. Of course. My next one, which was um, inspired by Sam earlier, I'd like to uh, choose uh, Vulcan. Tornado, oh, Cheetah, and the rest of the Gladiators. Oh, so good. <laughs> how did I, uh, how, did, how did that remind you? That was on one. I wrote the exact same thing down as soon as Sam said Legends of the Hidden Temple as well. So I'm glad you were mm -hmm. on the same wavelength as me there. So, yeah, you, I think that's more what I put it down as well. Bob, are you more of an American or Australian Gladiators man? Definitely Australian Gladiators fan. Yeah, yeah. And you, the top two had to be Vulcan and Tower, right? Absolutely. I'm a big Vulcan fan. Oh, absolutely. I, I thought of Vulc the word Vulcan before I th thought of the word gladiators. <laughs> yeah, I had to Google it to make sure that that was the name of the show. I was like, gladiators? I feel like you Vulcan also... had to get little um, figurines of them at um, the supermarket. Uh, round five was complete. And Bob, you kick off the beginning of round six. For my next pick, <clears throat> I'm going to delve into one of the darker days of New Zealand history and pick a waitress named Susie. When I think of Rugby World Cups, I don't think of Macaw or mm. um, New Zealand winning World Cups. I actually picture Francois Pinard standing there holding the trophy next to the late great Nelson Mandela. Wow, that's a great that's a great get, and it's um, it's powerful. And you're correct, yeah, yeah they did cheat. And um... <laughs> <laughs> sorry to our South African listeners, but <laughs> um, Susie is a great get, great get um, there, Bob and Sam. You're up. Um, this is related to a video game, but it's just a quote. It's a two-word quote. You're dancing. <laughs> That's pandering to me big time. No one will know what that is. Anyone? No one will know that on Microsoft Golf 2.0, that's what was said when you landed on the green. 
I feel like Sean did. Yeah, yeah, I, I recall vaguely. I certainly remember the game. It rang a bell. I needed clarification, though, That to be fair. But it definitely... As soon as you said I'm like, I know what this is. And then Microsoft yeah. Golf <laughs> 2.0, great game. And Pat, back-to-back back for you, mate. Um, I will go... I'll bring it back closer to home. And mine's going to be a puppet named Thingy. <laughs> oh, you took it off my list! Yes, perfect. That's what I was hoping for. Uh, well known for his eyeball popping out on live TV. Um, <laughs> I've sort of st- taken two strands. Now no one can say what now either. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, off yeah, my list. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Gone. You really stole my gun that. story from. Uh... Yeah, perfect. <laughs> We'll have to you can hear tell the it gun now. story, though. We'll have to hear the, yeah, let's hear the gun story now. That's perfect, perfect uh, opportunity to bring that up, Sean. So what happened was my whole life at the time, which hadn't been very long, what now had been filmed in Auckland. And they announced that they were moving production to one of New Zealand's finest studios, Avalon Studios. What a studio. And I got my friend, Anthony Barnard, took me to the first... Hut Valley screened What Now episode. And we got there, and the first thing I learned when I got there was that it was actually a rehearsal to make sure everything works. So instant disappointment because I wasn't going to be on TV. But bounced back when I got selected to get gunged. And so went through the process, blah, 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 blah. I can't even remember what happened. Got in the gunge machine and some, uh, you know, background assistant guy, um, they panned away from me and he came over to me and he's like, oh, the gunge machine's not actually functional now, so you're not getting guns. (laughs) (laughs) How old were you? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, know. Bob, that I'm laughing, but I am feeling your pain, man, because that is, uh, that is absolutely devastating. That's devastating. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Do I get the points generated by that story because I brought that story in? Yeah. No, That's... you don't. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but it was a great story, and we appreciate both of the, uh, the stimulus to bring it up from you, Pat, and the uh, heartbreaking story there from you, Sean. Um, so, Pat, uh, you went with Thingy for your first, the last pick of round six, and for the first pick of round seven you're going with? Putting a card, it's normally one that you don't really want, maybe a 30th Marcus Canby out of three packs or something like that. <laughs> Grabbing a peg and sticking that card into your spokes of your back wheel on your bike <laughs> to make it sound like a motorbike. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think of how to write that down. Card and back yeah. wheel to simulate uh, motorbike noise. <laughs> how good is um, that? Sorry, did you say that was the start of uh, round seven, Simon? Yep. Yeah, struggling for ten rounds. <laughs> you struggle. You got four more, Sam. What about you guys? 
thinking we might have to not quite make it to 10. Let's go for a, a couple more perhaps so we can round it out. And I'm running out of good content anyway. Yeah, same. Splatty. So with the second pick of the seventh round, this could be go down like a Farden Church. Um, I'm going to say Sinead O'Connor shaving her head. Mm, good get. Yep, I like it. I forgot that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I loved her, yeah, so she, I loved she, her songs. Yeah, she didn't she rip up a picture of the Pope or Ooh. something as well? It was real contra. Nothing right? compares to you. Yeah, and the fact that that's spelled with a two and then the letter U is also very 90s. That's a very good get there from you, Splanny, and Sean, yours please. Right. I'm going to go for a TV show as it appeared in the movie. In a movie, the real world from Ten Things I Hate About You. <laughs> it's I can't and it's that. got visible confusion. Uh, <laughs> you talking about the real world, the MTV show? Yeah. And on Ten yeah. Things I Hate About You, uh, the 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 main uh, is it Beef Ledger Ledger oh no is it she's all that have I butchered it ah it is I think I think you butchered it oh, I retract all points but um so Freddie Prince <laughs> Jr.'s girlfriend oh. dumps him and then goes out with the guy who plays Shaggy and everyone thinks he's yep. really cool because he's on the real world and the scenes of him on the real world in that movie are infinitely better than any episode of the real world you've ever seen. <laughs> yes. I, fuck, I do remember this. Especially <laughs> once you know it's Shaggy as well. And you, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of the wrong Shaggy when you first said Shaggy. <laughs> You're saying it's not Shaggy Boombastic then? No. <laughs> Shaggy from the, yeah. uh, the uh, Scooby-Doo movies. Yeah. 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 So Bob, yeah, I was got, <laughs> when you first started saying that, I was like, "You've shaggy, got three, you got three more, Bob. You got three more, and you're beginning round eight for us, if you can." Right, round eight. I'm gonna go. It's interesting because there's a few things that have been mentioned that I'm worried are like partially off the table. You know, like Pat talked about the dream team. Does that rule out the NBA? Um, Not at all. ARL '96. Does that? Rule out ARL greats. I hope not, because my next pick is Cliffy Lyons. Oh, you're not going to get any problem with that from me. What a what a manly. It legend. doesn't rule it out. It just makes it a weaker selection. Ah, oh, shut up on. and respect oh, Cliffy. Manly great, manly absolute great. Uncle Cliffy won the '96 Grand Final for Manly, um, and that's a great, it's a great get. And a very old man when he retired, Cliffy Lyons, about 38 by the time he retired. Actually, it was very old in rugby league years. He had that um, incredible but, sort of curly mullet. Yeah, and championed, the mo. Championed with the mo. Yep, yep. There's two two bonus points for the mo and the mullet. Actually, I feel like as well. You've picked a really good, really good league player there to encapsulate the nineties. Uh, Sam, um, I'm going to go an offshoot of Transformers, and I'm going to go Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Tell the folks at home about Beast Wars. You're an Optimus Primal Reveler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, uh, I don't remember too much about it, only that it was like um, there was the, I don't even know if they were called the Decepticons and the Autobots, but they were something similar. Uh, and your know, names were very similar, Optimus Primal. Uh, and the graphics were seemed to be new age, but they were way worse than the um, than the animation of Transformers. Big Beast War. Oh, we played a lot of Beast Wars in the playground at school, I believe. Reminds me of that time, not a 90s reference, because it came out in 86, but when a whole bunch of grown men came around to yours, Sam, and watched the Transformers cartoon movie. It's <laughs> 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 a great day. What was the song? You got the touch. <laughs> you got the power. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Pat, can you round off uh, round eight? I'm going to go with uh, Jerry Springer. <laughs> what a oh, finish. Good. So good. Uh, I, I had a conversation with someone the other day, well, not the other day, probably a couple of years ago, who still believed <laughs> that Jerry Springer was not scripted and had actors on it. That's accurate, yep. <laughs> it was Pat. That's a great get. Um, on Sky One, I think, or or Orange, or whatever it was known as in the nineties. Speaking um, of one of my picks that didn't make it was um, Midnight to One AM Sky One. Same. <laughs> same. Yeah. All right, lads. Um, while I'm tallying the scores, if you could do your honourable mentions, and I have a few as well, but um, Bob, can you take yours away, please? Your honourable mentions. Things that I didn't get to mention: the Hot Tuna Surf brand. Oh, <laughs> what about Billabong? <laughs> Still around. Hot Tuna didn't survive in the nineties. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to mention the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. Just a general like not a. I mean, they were they were at their best in the nineties, but certainly not a great team. But teal and purple made them popular. Uh, Pro Yos. No, <sighs> oh, very well, good. I, I actually had. I, I'm going to just interrupt you there. I had. Rain yo-yo down there as well. Yeah. Uh, the automatic sleeper. Um, but but continue. Uh, I just remember quickly on Proyos, they had a ranking one through four on the inside, and you could open them and connect them to make different things. And I don't remember if one or four was the best, but I do remember when Curtis Tohiriki came to my birthday party and knocked a pencil out of my mouth with a Proyo because he was the second best Proyoer in New Zealand. I was- <laughs> I also had Shane Thompson. <laughs> Shane Thompson. Northern District's went great. To, um, went to breathe, went to do therapy. Hold both meds and offies. Um, I had the 90s greatest album, Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. What an album. Yeah. I had so. Nick Cage. I had <laughs> Shooter McGavin. <laughs> I had Ice Ice Baby. I had sure. Barbara Kendall. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, very good. And I had D Generation X. Oh, so That's good. good. Good stuff. That's real good stuff. Oh, good. Who wants to go first, Pat or Sam, for honourables? Uh, I'll go through mine pretty quick. I had uh, Sports Den and Lower Hut, just to really <laughs> bring it home. Uh, <laughs> Time Crisis as my video game. Straight out of Video Easy, get the whole pack. A rental uh, snap bracelets. Nice. 
strings, uh, pogs, and mod chips. Oh, yeah. mod chip. Wow. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, Splinter, yours? Got any left? left? Um, a couple of basketball-related ones. I've got um, yeah. white, man can't, white Men Can't Jump. Oh, so good. Um, oh, how do we along, miss it? Uh, alongside that, Flat Tops. Oh, yeah, I tossed up with flat tops when I was thinking about Ice Ice Baby. Uh, just Dennis Rodman Excellent. as a thing. Uh, a couple of Cartoon Network shows, Cow and Chicken and Rocco's Modern Life. Excellent. Oh, very good. Uh, I've got Tearaways. We mentioned it in the title, but thought it needs to be uh, mentioned. Uh, you guys mentioned a couple of rugby league things, so I'll say E.T.'s Rugby League. Good mm. stuff. I've got Day of the Tentacle. Okay. What's maybe end of the eighties? Uh it's a fantastic um click and what do you call it? Click and shoot. Point, point and click game. Yeah. Point and click adventure game. Um and I've got Deepak Patel opening the bowling. That's excellent. <laughs> Very good. I missed one, sorry. I wanted to Go mention on. the game City SimCity 2000's obsession with llamas. <laughs> Love it. All right, my honourable mentions, which have I've honestly just thought, thought of them today, I haven't been um, mulling them for weeks, is uh, the TV show Doug. Excellent. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. The brand in general, Starter. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know it's come back now, but Starter Caps, you know, were another thing in the 90s. Uh, just uh, Pat made me think of this with his sports den, but Mark One and Card Crazy. Oh, yeah. Card Crazy. Down Queen's Arcade. That's where I got my X-Men cards. The, these right. two come hand in hand. Wheel of Fortune and Lana Cocroft. Oh, yeah, very good. <laughs> this The mentioning of Chatterings from Sam made me think of it's poor brother, the Diablo, where you uh, had the two bits brother. of wood and the string, and, and it was like an hourglass. Oh. You go side to side, you toss the Diablo up in the air and do tricks with it. That was one, another toy. Um, Tina Turner saying simply the best at the Winfield Cup grand final. Very good. Oh, that's so good. Game, game Twisted Metal 2, one of the great PlayStation yeah. games. And. TV show that I'm not sure anyone else ever watched, but it was Tia and Tamara, Sister, Sister. <laughs> Never knew how much I missed you. What a show that was. Um, all right. So without uh, further ado, I'm, go I'm actually not going to say the worst thing because they were all brilliant, guys. You've done brilliantly well. I'm not even going to do most obvious either. So we've got two quick categories and um, overall winner. So... Best overall thing. Um, I have I have to go with 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 Sam Blanford's recording music uh, from the radio station on the radio, uh, uh, yeah, onto a tape. That was just we, brilliant, and that's my best overall thing in this contest. Thank you. Most of a Springboks victory that one. Most <laughs> Most obscure, though I loved it, I'm not taking away any points for this, fantastic, ARL 96, uh, I thought was just obscre extremely obscure, but I reveled in it. 
Um, worst thing, I, I know I said I wasn't going to say this, but um, actually I'll come back to that later. So let's go over the placings now. So Sam <laughs> Blanford had this competition won after five rounds. He had it won. His first five picks were Will Smith, to hell with him, Fresh Prince of Alia, Reebok Pumps, Chatterings, Legends of the Hidden Temple, Nickelodeon Show, and Recording Music on the Radio. So he had, he had it won. But his last three picks were You're Dancing, Microsoft Golf 2.0, a fine Fantastic. pick, but a bit, of, a bit of a weak one overall, I felt. Sinead O'Connor shaving ahead, that was all right. That was okay. <laughs> and Beast Wars, a bit weak. So Sam started out with a hiss and a roar and lost his way a little bit in the final third. Sean had a really, really solid all-around effort. Started off New Zealand heavy with, and in fact, very Australasia heavy for the uh, for seven out of his eight picks. I love the Antipodeans. <laughs> so let's go over shorts. Once for Warriors, you're not in Guatemala now, Dr. Ropata, Ropata. Odd Bods, Ralph Magazine pull-out posters. I believe Ralph was Australian, Bob, or was that also American? I believe it was Australian. Australian, Australian gladiators, Susie the waitress, and Cliffy Lyons. <laughs> <laughs> and the one guess that uh, Bob didn't do that you know that wasn't Australian or Kiwi was uh, the real world on ten things I hated. But I mean, she's all that. Gladiators. <laughs> See. So I'm gonna. Yeah, well, it was American, but Sean also mentioned that his favourite was Australian Gladiators. So yeah. Pat's gone with ARL 96, Scholastic Magazine, 92 Dream Team, Captain Planet, Magic Eye Books, Thingy, putting a card in your back wheel to simulate a motorbike noise, and Jerry Springer. So Sam had the best start. Sean leaned very heavily towards Antipodean, which I loved, but I thought... Overall, Pat had the strongest list. Ah, fucking bullshit. And so it was for the that card reason, the spikes, Pat Sellers it? is our Name the 90s a Contest Champion. Uh, Thank you, Bob, uh, Bob, Bob, Bob might have won it if he hadn't said the real world from 10 Things I Hate About You. That was a, that was a, that was a black mark. That was a black mark on his name. Fuck, I should have just said the real world. And Sam, <laughs> honestly, Sam... Those first five were absolutely brilliant, and the last three were weak. Um, so we've got a lot of context, uh, con uh, content now, lads. I think moving forward for the for the podcast, lots of uh, lots of material there. That's too bad. I'm yeah. never talking to you guys again. <laughs> <laughs> Some so of the honourable mentions, this? I reckon, are pretty content. Like, you know, got a lot of content to them. I thought, I thought a white man can't jump episode would go well. Oh, yeah. We'll post this, uh, yeah, including Wesley Sipes not being able to dribble a basketball without uh, looking down at the ground. We'll post this list, these lists, I think, and then we'll ask the people at home, did I make the right decision? Was I uh, too kind to Pat, too harsh to Sam, uh, and uh, too harsh to Bob? Um, so, Sam, do you want to um, take us out? I don't have anything planned, but um, that was fantastic, Simon. You, you described it as a uh, low floor, high ceiling episode. I think we middled it in the uh, 
in the in, in between there. Um, but I think people will enjoy listening to that, particularly our New Zealand listeners. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. We can just close <laughs> close it off with a bit of audio of uh, the card trick in the back back tire of your bike. I was thinking a. I was hoping we'd finish off with Marty T singing 10 guitars. <laughs> <laughs>